Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, and that means it is time for The Art of the CEO, the radio show for the people who enjoy the challenge of business and who want to do it a little better. How do you do? I am your host, Bart Jackson, and whether you are a software technician solving the problems of the technologically challenged or an entrepreneur struggling to make payroll, we are here to bring you the Sage Council of Business Masters to help your career and your company. Today's episode is entitled Escape from the Q Farm, and actually this is one of a series of shows under this title that we do periodically. And now let me hastily add that Escape from the Cube Farm is only a metaphor. Yes, there's much creative and innovative work uh, done and great fulfillment achieved by folks sitting in cubicles. Uh, But the Cube Farm is a metaphor for those who are trapped in a business situation in which they do not particularly want to be and from which they'd like to rise. And my friends, today we ask, is that you? Well, there are three ways out of the cube farm. Number one, you can find a better or more satisfying position within the company. Number two, you can shift uh, over uh, to a better environment in another firm. Uh, Or number three, you can take the entrepreneurial plunge. That is, you can take your skills and transfer them out into your own business venture. And today, joining us, we are very privileged to have as a guest Miss Lori Seliker, who selected door number three. That is, she moved uh, from a salary career into launching her own firm with her life partner, Miss Sherry Braun. Now, what's interesting is that both Sherry and Lori went from very high-level positions in the major pharmaceutical industry to something entirely, and I do mean entirely different. Uh, Lori, by the way, was a contributor to our Behind Every Successful Woman is Herself book, and she added a great deal of insights there. And today, she and Sherry run Key Lingo Translations of Princeton. Laura is a lady who is sharp, forthright, and knows exactly how to attack a business challenge. And we will introduce Laura in a moment, but before we delve into Lori's story and try to suggest, digest all the applicable wisdom, let me take a few moments to supply you out there with a few utensils for our feast. First, as I always do, allow me to remind every individual hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself, the most important corporate body of your life. And so today, will you listen to the voices of authority, or will you weigh their input as you direct your own life and make your, take your own options? The choice is truly yours. Secondly, it is time to dip in to a little laughter and take a scriptural recitation from 101 Best Business Quips book, a book that uh, we've written, and you can get that on bartsbooks.com. Wait a minute, or fumbling through here. Here we are. Oh, okay, this is good. Um, here we have it. Oop, there goes the book. Uh, this is number 19. I love this. It's good for a person trying to rise in his firm. Business decisions are like selecting a spouse. It's more important to be right than to be speedy. And as an afterthought, let me add that uh, 
beg that all of you do not let management's current love affair with ultra-fast decision makers lure you into the tar pit of some ill-considered plug-in solution. Uh, you're better than that. And there's a third utensil. Let's perhaps call this the caviar knife. We will give you the answer to last week's business quotation. Today, before we leave the air, we will broadcast yet another quotation, and uh, we invite you all to email in the name of the author. Simply write info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And if you are right, if you've got the author right, we will announce your name on the air. The author of last week's quote, quote, was the individual, that is the individual who said, I want to put a ding in the universe, was none other than Apple's uh, founder and the recently late and astoundingly able man of business and tech and technology, Mr. Steve Jobs. And the one uh, person who guessed that, who guessed that right or knew that right was Miss Jeannie Murphy of Mariah Media. And uh, so we congratulate you, Jeannie. And so now, let us dig into today's feast and allow me to introduce to you Miss Lori Seliger. Lori is a research scientist. Uh, she's been a, a research scientist for all the far, big pharma biggies, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Hoffman LaRoche, Shearing Plow. She, she was the fast-tracking researcher. Her life partner, Ms. Sherry Braun, held an equally high position in sales for a lot of the big pharma firms. But then, in the middle of it all, they made a decision. And I'd like everyone now to sort of listen carefully to these two women, how they changed their careers to escape from the cube farm and find fulfillment. So, Laurie, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thanks, Bart. All right, glad that you could join us. Um, you were scarcely a, what we would call a, a cube farm refugee. What was your last research position be be before you uh, left? You worked for Sherry Plow, right? That's right. I was uh, working in the uh, immunology department at uh, Sharing Plow up in Kenilworth, New Jersey. And what did you do for them? I was uh, doing drug discovery, so I was oh. I was in the lab running experiments. Wow! So that sounds pretty innovative, and that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, did did you cure cancer while you were there or not? I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear you. Or did you cure cancer while you were there or not? I, I... No, we no. didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. We were looking that. for it's cures a... to arthritis. Oh, okay. Do <laughs> you know that even the dinosaurs had arthritis? I just want you to know that. So, so none of us uh, should feel bad as we move on. Anyway, uh, I, I got to tell you, people would kill for that job. Uh, what did you What did you need to change, and why? What What had uh, you uh, leave then? Well, um, part of it was wanting to be at home with uh, our two children, and so uh -huh. I did. Part of it was just needing needing and wanting a break from being in the workforce. Uh -huh. um, right. And then, and then Sherry then went back into the workforce so we switched and uh -oh. <laughs> uh, and then and then Sherry had been 
uh, laid off from that position, and we decided, uh, with a lot of soul searching, uh, to go ahead and look into franchising. Okay, God. So that's what you faced. You wanted to be uh, with your children more. You wanted. It sounds very much. I hear the idea. If you really wanted to run your own lives your own way, uh, and perhaps see each other from time to time, which uh, is not a bad way to go. And um, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I can understand. This is, sounds all. This sounds very good. So, well, so that's what you faced. Now, uh, your next step was the kitchen table strategy i guess and, and this this is the important part guys because this is what this is one of the things you did so right uh you said okay this is this is what we need this is where we need to get in our lives uh what did you start looking for what was what uh what did you do to, to take aim at that solution um, well, the first thing that happened was Sherry attended a seminar on franchising and learned right. about uh, how to go into it, what would happen if we started exploring, and the things that would need to be done to find the right uh, the right fit for whatever franchise we chose. And then okay. um, shortly after shortly after that, we visited with our franchise broker. Um, but before we did that, we he gave us a questionnaire, a very detailed questionnaire um, about uh, what it is we were what, looking what for. What is a franchise? Okay, I'm sorry. What 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 is a a uh, franchise broker? Franchise. Today, sixty percent mm. of all American businesses are franchises. That's mm. the, the number is huge. There's a lot of options. What exactly is a franchise broker, and and how do people find such a person? A franchise broker is someone who uh, he he or she would guide you into looking and helping you figure out what kind of franchise you would be interested in, but they also are vetting you for the franchisors. So if you uh, were interested so, yeah, in dumping donuts and you were really interested in, in being in the food industry, they would bring to you companies that have franchises available to uh, uh, for you I to see. investigate. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you had some rules, I remember. I remember saying that you had some, some definite things that you would do, <laughs> wouldn't do. Uh, and so forth. What were some, what were some of your rules? Right. We decided no food, no booze, no retail, and that eliminates probably <laughs> eighty well, that, to eighty-five that cuts percent out of what's out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. My goodness. So we were looking very much well, at, so, at professional services type uh, franchises. Oh. Now that's a, so you wanted a B two B thing was. Mm-hmm. There was a reason why you had no booze, wasn't it? Wasn't one of one of your your folks uh, head of a bar, uh, ran a bar, and you decided that's that's a lot like work. Yes, Sherry's family had a uh, bar slash catering service when she was growing up. I see. So um, yes, yeah, she had already had that experience and didn't need to have it again. 
there, done that. God save me from it. All right, I got that. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I uh, I worked in food. I, I was I used my full intellectual powers as a dishwasher in many uh, many a firm, and I know that food is is uh, that is not a job you take when you say I need more time with my family. Uh uh-uh, uh, doesn't work that right. way. No. So. No. Um, <laughs> okay, so you you really worked on the um, aspect of, of of getting this. Um, who did you look at, and whom did you reject? Um, let's see. We Once looked into right, basically uh, sort of professional services. Not all of which were business to business. Many of them were uh-huh. business to consumer. But uh, you're t- talking home health care services, uh, uh, tutoring. Um, uh, we did look into uh, refrigerant recovery. That was sort of interesting oh. for a little while. Um, yeah, website <laughs> I <services>. guess. <laughs> right. right. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, and uh, also printing. Uh, printing shops. Oh, you look at printing. Well, so. why not? Being a, mm-hmm. a researcher and a pharmaceutical salesperson, certainly uh, mm-hmm. printing. Well, you ended up with something. Uh, what I I think is equally bizarre. You ended up in key. You ended up looking at key lingo. Now, key lingo translations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I sort of think this would be like asking me to take a whack at brain surgery. In other words, you know, oh, gee, I never tried it, but I'm sure I could pick it up. Uh, was this, uh, first of all, tell us what Keylingo did, and then tell us why in heaven's name you thought you could pick this up on the fly. Uh, look, those are good questions. Um, well, <laughs> at one point in our travels, we, we had thought we were going to be putting a deposit on a print shop, and it, that, oh, a very long story short, ended up um, falling through for us. And at around the same time, Key Lingo actually came onto the market. And so we were, at that point, we looked into another printing uh, entity and, and started looking and getting into Key Lingo translations. Now, the reality is everything that we looked at was way out of our comfort zone anyway. So it wasn't that so much that it was tra- about translations. At this point, we were pretty much... Uh, decided that we were going to do the franchising. It was just a matter of finding the right business to to help us work with what we wanted to accomplish. Well, tell us what Keylingo does or, or did uh, uh, when you started. I mean, what's been through your side. What does Keylingo do and what did they want you to do? Okay, well, Keylingo Translations is a business-to-business translations service and our core Uh strength is that we help businesses everywhere do business anywhere by taking their electronic content and translating it from any language to any language and the beauty of this means that if i have a customer in in ulaanbaatar mongolia uh i come to you and by heavens uh you'll take my business proposal to og in um or and Nima in uh, Ulaanbaatar, and uh, they'll and it'll be just right. Uh, if if you that's what you want to translate it from and to, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, now, that's good. I've been to Mongolia. It's a very lovely language, okay. by the way. But uh, nonetheless, okay. and 
So, and, and you ninety percent of our yourself, Well, I'm a researcher. Mm-hmm. Well, you, but you felt you could pick this up on the fly. We felt we could. Um, oh, reality right. is, in Good any business, you. in any business, you don't know what you don't know, and so of course there's been a, lo- a learning curve. But um, uh, we're now three years into it, and we're. Uh, and to tell you the truth, we learn something new probably every week. Oh my! All right. Well, good for you. Good for you. Uh, we're going to return to you uh, to Miss uh, Lori Seliger in a moment uh, and find out uh, how this uh, entre- entrepreneurial plunge is thriving today and and what it took to get there. But um, before we do, I'd like to uh, take a break as we come to sort of the midpoint of our show. And uh, so let's sort of take a brief survey, and it's time uh, for, for me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. That firm is Prometheus Publishing. They're the creator of Bart's book's Ultimate Business Guides. And you may explore the wide wealth of their business tools on www.bartsbooks.com. That's B-A-R-T-S-B-O-O-K-S dot com. And uh, Prometheus asks, are you uh, an authority in, in your field? Did you Are you the person who, said, who ever said, I could write the book on that subject? Well, uh, this is your chance, and we invite you to Carpe Diem. Seize today's opportunity. Let people know your expertise, and why not put it in the form of the ultimate marketing tool, a business guide. Um, we ask you to contact uh, Bart's Books. The other thing you could do, if you enjoyed that quip, the business quip you heard today, you can get them for free every week by visiting the website. You just sign up and subscribe and bring a little humor into your life. Uh, so we hope that you'll take advantage of the business tools and uh, share with the business community some of your own expertise. So now let us return to Lori and uh, Lori, you you said that that uh, Kaylingo had certain benefits for you, for you and your situation of wanting to work at home and, and be more with your family and so forth. What were some of the benefits they uh, they gave you, and not just as for your job, but as as a as an entrepreneur? I mean, what sort of competitive edge did they give you? Um, well. One thing that was certainly important was it was a lower cost entry entry of um, I'm sorry lower uh. cost of entry, um, whereas a print shop would have involved not only the franchise fee but also the money involved in terms of setting up the actual shop. Um, we can we work in such a way that we have very uh, very low uh, franchise fee and very low entrance of setup you know setup fees. I see. Um, and as a result, we have lower. Well, you're actually costs. a broker, then, aren't you? I mean, to in, no. in a sense, as you, you, that, that I would bring you. You don't. You don't do the translation yourself. You you Stop. turn it mm-hmm. over to th- this global network of translators. Am I correct? That and that, yes. From that point of view, yes, we we. We are the sales conduit. We manage the project, but the actual translations are done by our network of translators, and they bring it back to us. And then we manage the 
the after delivery um, and make sure the customer is right. satisfied. I bet that's uh, that's tricky as well as uh, demands a whole lot of personal touch on your part, doesn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. but that's our niche yeah. is. Uh, yeah. is being able to reach out and personally um, monitor your project. I think this is very important today, and I, I just want to put this out, that that today there are so, so great a trend in business to get away from the personal connection, to just say, here it is, ship you the translation, here it is, ship you the widget, ship you the... Um, the item that you have checked off the box for, and it comes to you and lands in your lap. And here's um, an outfit. Here's key lingo that says, you need more than that. Everyone demands not just the product, but the service that goes with it. And any firm that does mm-hmm. that, I want you to know, just personally has my vote. That's just my thought. Um, now, let's, let's get into the setting up of this shop. Um, give us, like, Two or three things that, that the franchisee, because it's different than an entrepreneur, two or three things that, that you, as the entering franchisee, uh, did. Or, what if, what if, give me a, a couple of things that the new franchisee is likely to overlook. What am I going to say? Oh, gosh, I should have. You know, what, what, is, what is a couple of things along that line? Hmm. <clears throat> In terms of <clears throat> what they may not know <laughs> going in, um, yeah, what they, what they don't know, they can smack them. Right. Uh, well, um, I think a, a business plan is is really important, um, and if we didn't we didn't do that. But I think if we had, we would have been a little more prepared for the type of competition that's really out there. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So that's one well, one now, thing I think you would be useful. Plan, it, do, you, mm-hmm. do you mean uh, in, in the business plan? Um, you want to basically you're, you're going to write out how the uh, revenue and cash comes into your uh, comes into your shop, right? And uh, mm-hmm. what you're going to do and how you're going to handle it, right? What right. Would, what if you had? What things do you do you wish you'd sort of looked at, gone over, and so forth in the start that you might not, uh, that, that you didn't do, but but boy, you kind of wish you had. Well, I think, and that's what um, that's what I was referring to. It, many times in business plans, uh, they want to know who your competition is, or who or what your competition ah, is. Okay. And yeah, since we yeah. didn't write a business plan. Um, it, it, we didn't do that, and so it it didn't. It, I just think that if we had done that, we, we would have been better prepared. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. in terms of financing, there are different ways that you can finance your business. It doesn't have to be a, a straight loan, and so that there are um, creative ways in which you can finance this business. And it, I think it, it's worthwhile looking into all of those options, whatever options they are. Um, and then the other thing is um, making sure you understand the different the, corp- the differences between the different corporate structures, between an LLC, a C corp, S corp, incorporation, things like that. Um, uh-huh. And I'm not an expert in that, but it, it, 
the more I'm in business, the more I uh, talk with people about what their structures are and what it, why they set them up the way they did. And it's very interesting. So that's another another avenue to look into while you're looking into your franchising. Yeah, I I think you're, you've got a very good point there. Uh, there is a, a way that you need to you need to know what sort of business enter, entity you're going to get into, and you do want to know um, more than just the tax benefits from one to the other. The the mm-hmm. um, S-Corp is totally different than the LLC, and uh, I think the very best way to, to uh, find that out is to talk to somebody who's made those choices and say to yourself, uh, and, and have them tell you how uh, how it's worked out for them, why they made the choices, and um, then try to apply it to yourself. I think that's a good point. And you also brought up something very interesting about debt, about um, there is some people view taking out funding, getting the sources of funding as an obligation, and other people view it as a tool. And I think you want to get over and, and you want to see it as a tool for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you sort of feel that way when you when you first got your when your first round of financing and so forth? Were you was were you a little bit? Uh, Tremulous, shall we say? Well, uh, yes. Um, we did it mm-hmm. sort of creatively, but um, and it still oh. was nerve-wracking. But um, mm-hmm. well, without going a whole lot of detail, we what we did is we um, used a four hundred one k plan and financed it through a four hundred one k. Uh-huh. Using a, a reputable company to do that, so um, but it's still nerve wracking. You're taking savings oh, yeah. and turning it into a loan t- for the business, and then you're you're hoping that that business is going to thrive. So it would be yes, nice very, not to have the board sitting on a curb, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, now uh, at this. Uh, point. I guess I should ask, how are how is uh, Keylingo doing in its third year? How are things moving along? Uh, we're moving along quite well, thank you. Uh, 2013, uh-huh. we had uh, over $100,000 in revenues. So, all right, uh, and we're well, hoping. Congratulations. Yes. Well, thank you, and uh, we're looking for another good year this year, and we're off to a good all start. Right. Good. Now let's go back to the other, the original, your original reason for for translating the world's problems, and that is, uh, are you getting the time with uh, your two children and the family and each other? Is is has that worked out for you? That has worked out tremendously, and this uh, oh good. This business is very portable, and mm-hmm. um, we we can help we can help our customers. Wherever we are in the world, and that's the beauty of the so internet. So you can be a soccer mom, and you can be traveling to uh, taking the group to Yosemite and stop and put down the laptop and uh, handle my problem when I want to go off to Ulan Bator and say, "They, uh, what the heck are they talking mm-hmm. about?" Right? That's, that's <laughs> correct. 
We, uh, yes, we did. We have. All right. Baseball games and softball games. You got it. Oh, God. Lori, uh, one quick thing, and that is tell, tell us, tell the people out there how they can get in touch with Keylingo if they need some business translation. How, uh, just tell the folks how they can get in touch with you and, and uh, take advantage of your services. Well, they can uh, find our website at www.keylingo.com. Or they could give us a call at 609-423-1077. 423-1077. Okay, that sounds good. Now, just one more thing before I let you go. Um, Actually, I think if you – what would you – it has all worked out for you, and I'd like to thank you very much for coming on. I'm afraid we're going to have to run along. I, I see the, the hand is coming down. So I thank you very much, Lori, and we hope to have you back again and tell us a little bit more about translating. Uh, and as we move on, I would like to just give the last quote, quote for today, and that is, uh, what business and life sage said... I have a solution for the traffic problem. We allow no car on the road until it's paid for. And as a hint to the author of this quote, he never met a man he didn't like. Again, sign if you send that uh, your your guest at the author of that quote to Bart's Books. Uh, I'm sorry, info at bartsbooks.com. And as a parting shot, let me just say, from my wife's in the words of my wife's husband, consultants are like wine. Their value lies not in the price or reputation, but in how they satisfy your needs. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a privilege, and I thank you. Good afternoon.